welcome to Cinemarathon, the Movie Marathon's podcast where we watch a series of movies all in one day and then discuss them afterwards. My name is John, and this time around I am being joined by Josh. Yeah! And by Richard. Hello there. And uh, we have begun an epic undertaking. In a few weeks, the new Godzilla movie will be coming out. And so we decided over a many month span we would watch every Godzilla film ever made. Yeah. It's been <laughs> kind of life-changing, kind of um, a dream come true. Yeah. And uh, there's there's a lot of fucking Godzilla movies. A ridiculous amount. I think, is it 30 of them? And, the, and plus the new movie? Or? I have counted, but uh, it's around there. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly off the top of my head. I, th- I think including the new movie, I believe it's 31 movies. And how many movies is it like expanded universe? Oh, I, oh well, I don't even venture to know. Toho is going so fast and loose that I some of them that are that use the same monsters are not considered to be in the same universe, but are in the same universe. It's very right. strange. So I don't even know if you could calculate that, like over 100 hours. Oh my god, yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. So we uh, sort of cheated this time around in that normally we watch these all in kind of one sitting, but... Uh, for this one, we decided to sort of divvy it up. So we are doing it in two sessions, one of which was the first 15 films, I believe from Godzilla all the way to Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Correct. The first 15. And then we actually have yet to watch the back half, which is, goes from Godzilla 1985 all the way to Godzilla Final Wars, a good uh, 85 to, what wouldn't that come out, like mid 2000s? 2004. 2004, yeah. So uh, if you'd like to sort of join us for that one, we're going to be live tweeting that as we always do. And that's going to be on May 3rd. So uh, be sure to check that out. Saturday, May 3rd, beginning 9 a.m. prompt. Uh, you can follow along with us at Cinemarathon Pod on Twitter or at Facebook.com slash Cinemarathon on Facebook. Now, Josh, I know I'm glad you're actually here on this one because you're sort of our resident Godzilla expert. Yeah. You're a big fan. Yeah. Um, I have been a Godzilla fan ever since I was a kid. I was a little kid and I was I was four and my mom and dad brought me into a blockbuster type place. I don't know if it was a blockbuster. Not important. It was video rental. And they said, uh, go ahead and just pick something out. You can rent it. And they were getting their movies. And um, I walked around and I saw the cover for Godzilla 1985 and there was like a big monster head and an explosion and like jet planes and stuff. And I just went that one <laughs> and they were expecting me to get like some cartoon or something and they're like you sure you want to get that and i'm like yeah and like that's one of the slower paced godzilla movies sure and i proceeded to rent and watch it at least like six times seven times i watched it all the time and then um we moved to oregon and uh my mom started uh, my, my parents got divorced and my mom was getting her phd and working a lot and so after I, she would pick me up from school, she'd take me to uh, the, rent, the the local rental place and would let me pick out a video. So the first time I went, I just went, I would, please take me to your Godzilla movie, please. And they were like, which one? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, and oh, so me, for you, for the longest time, it was just that one movie? Yeah, you didn't, didn't know that there was this world of other movies? They took me to the wall of Godzilla movies, wow. and I proceeded to just make my way through every, every one that they had. So I watched... I just, I spent, he was basically, I was Godzilla with my babysitter when I was a child. That's awesome. So, yeah, I've, uh, I've since then, I mean, I've always been into dinosaurs and monsters and stuff. So, and that, and it started with him. So, 
I've I've just become somewhat of an expert, I guess, and at least uh, in term in this circle, I, I'm the one who knows all the stuff. And like when people talk about it on Facebook, like um, there's that Snickers commercial right now where like Godzilla's hanging out with people, but then like he gets hungry and like starts being Godzilla and they throw him a Snickers <laughs> and he's like, okay. Oh, okay. Somebody, I don't think I've seen that one. Somebody posted it on Facebook and we're like, oh, hey, did they use a shot from Godzilla 1985 in that? And I was like, uh, no, no, they did not. <laughs> uh, this is all new footage. I, I know exactly what that looks like and this isn't it. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's man Godzilla. Yeah, and Richard, De- now did you have a love of Godzilla before this marathon? Um, I had, I had a, a very... F- I guess I would say a fondness for Godzilla. Uh, also, in a similar situation where 1985 was the prominent Godzilla that I was familiar with. And I had seen it a couple of times. And uh, um, probably had seen things like uh, uh, Megalon. I had seen Megalon before. And yeah. uh, I was familiar I was familiar with a lot of the monsters. Like sure. Ghidorah, Ghidra, and Rodan. Like I, was like, I, knew, I knew them by sight. And, uh, it was like, but I didn't know really how I knew them. This is like it's sure. just like osmosis, I guess, just like over the the Godzilla culture. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, yeah, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, like in the Rise of the Set. <laughs> right. I, I remember stuff like that, and you know, you always see them on TV, and um, I'm always up for uh, for good background, like just like it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna play something on the computer, but I want to have something on that I can enjoy being the on. Background, but, you have to devote your entire yeah, see, attention I, to Godzilla. I, what are you talking about? I, I know, I know. are so layered, it's so rich, so dense. I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle <laughs> the movies in any way. Uh, I just like, but but hey, I don't just put on crap for background movies. Sure, like, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll get like right. genuinely good movies that I enjoy or like to have on and just throw them on and leave them on, leave them running. So. Uh, but yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed the concept of Godzilla, just giant monsters and dinosaurs as a kid, and uh, so looking forward to this marathon and this also just the whole twenty four hours of staying awake is always is always really daunting. And oh, yeah. uh, well, at least we're pros at it, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, this next stretch is going to be worse than the last, though. Like in terms of just worse. staying awake, well, staying awake. Oh sure, it's, sure. Because it's, it's a little bit longer. Yeah, it's yeah. a couple hours longer. Because during this one, when like when we were in the Mecha Godzillas and it started to get light out, it was like kind of <laughs> right. soul crushing a little right. bit. Well, ha- had we divided it up equally with time, I think we would have had to watch Godzilla 1985 in this original run, and it's just spiritually the way we cut it was good. Yeah, like because there's a good like seven eight year gap between Terra Mecha Godzilla and Godzilla 1985. It seemed like a I think good it's time. Actually, ten years. Oh, it's fall yeah. ten. Okay, mm. just it seems like a good spiritual to yeah. like. Cut off well, point. there's three eras of Godzilla. There's the Showa era. Yeah, Drops some knowledge on us. What we got? Yeah, the Showa era is what we watched. Okay, which is everything from the first Godzilla King of the Monsters or um, or Godzilla or Gojira, depending on which version you're watching. Sure. And then um, Terror of Mecha Godzilla. And then after that, there's the Heisei. I don't know. How, it's H E I S E I era, which is everything from 1985 to Godzilla versus Destroyer. Okay. And then after that, is Pre- from then on, is right. Millennium. Before so, Godzilla 2000. Right? Yeah, uh, Godzilla it. 2000 is the first Millennium movie. And that's, and then, okay. and then that's the, ne- the next era. So sure. It was a good place to end it. It was a good marathon. Yeah, but Richard, I think you had a pretty apt observation when you mentioned you like dinosaurs, you like Godzilla. Because mm-hmm. I think for most young men, I mean, that was definitely what it was like for me. Like, most dudes love dinosaurs. Yeah. And then you go, oh, shit, it's a big walking dinosaur that's, like, destroying everything. This is great. Yeah. And fighting other dinosaurs. Yeah. And I mean, that was great. definitely my end into it. I actually, I think I saw the Godzilla King of the Monsters, the, the American version, was the first one I ever saw. 
Really? But, yeah. But my my love, like the one that I just like burned the VHS on was uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. That was my, that's one of my favorites <laughs> all time. I've seen that movie so many times. And I, it is kind of like you see one Godzilla, you sort of see them all. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty similar. But that it's, one I just love. It's really weird because like I, I'm not going to get into like favorites so much until we until everybody's watched all of them and we're at the end of it. But um, everybody kind of has different favorites, and I think it has a lot to do with which ones you saw first. Oh, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Because like I, for a while when I was a kid, my favorite was like King Kong versus Godzilla because that was like <laughs> the one that I got the first VHS yeah, of. I watched that one a lot too. <laughs> Um, but then, like, I have a sweet spot for Godzilla versus Megalon because I have a VHS of that too and watched it a lot. And like, I widely, I, I like openly acknowledge that it's like one of the worst defenders in terms <laughs> of like everything. But well, I was I was really excited to do this marathon because I love Godzilla movies, but admittedly, I certainly had not seen all of them. Like, I've maybe only seen I don't know six or seven of them out of thirty. Like that that's a small number. And I love those movies that I'd seen a lot, and I was very joyful to see more of them. And mostly I was, like, very happy with what we saw. There was a few uh, fringe cases of yeah. films that kind of don't need to exist that were oh, pretty terrible. Wh- what? What do you? I couldn't <laughs> possibly know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to them in a little bit. But, yeah, there's some bad ones. Even, like, that's silly to say, like, that there's bad Godzilla movies, but there definitely it's, are. Well, it kind of, like... You have to judge a Godzilla movie based on an entirely different scale as you would judge almost any other movie because it's just they're, they're it's it's just its own category of film. Like they have their like a good Godzilla movie compared to like a movie that's one of your favorite movies. Sure. It's just it, it'll never translate yeah. or hold up. It's just like for a Godzilla movie, is it good or bad? Totally. It's kind of almost its own genre, really, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kaiju. It's it's a kaiju. That's got to be a genre, right? Like just giant. Well, it monster definitely movie. is. Now. Yeah. 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 And uh, Godzilla movies, chiefly among them, is 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 certainly. Yeah, I think you're correct. It's it's, it's its own genre. Well, uh, I mean, we were probably a little bit older than we should have been watching some of the shows but things like power rangers and sure. uh you know superhuman samurai cyber squad all these like Haim oh, saban so good shows that were just obviously influenced by godzilla i mean there, there's you know you got giant monster battles in towns and they're always crashing into buildings and and that was always just really great i mean it's just like you never really thought about the collateral damage as a kid like they just did you just crush a building was that probably full of people <laughs> right i mean but well, those uh, were so similar to Godzilla, all the way down to the like American reshot. Yeah, kind of exactly. Over sort of that that part of it, I find really interesting. The sort of translation over to the Western audiences, because mm. when they're in suits or in costumes, it's you know you don't need to see anything. Right. It, it yeah, could be anything. It's, it's, it's anything. so weird yeah. to think that like when I when I was watching Power Rangers, I didn't realize and it would have kind of had my mind blown if you'd have told me that all the people that I knew as the Power Rangers never once actually wore an outfit. Well, I think they did occasionally. Yeah. Never would like pop a helmet off. Or yeah, yeah. They, but, they, but yeah. yeah. For a vast I mean, majority of it, yeah, no. Okay, so like for 99% of the time yeah. that you're on screen doing Power Ranger stuff, it's not them. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there a Japanese equivalent to Bulk and Skull? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> Was that even part of the plot? I think they wrote, I think they basically just had every, um, they had every episode's fights and then they would just write like an Angel Grove dialogue around right. it. So I can't imagine, you know, well, I don't know. Japanese culture sure. definitely has like clownish characters. So there probably could have been something yeah. like that. But we will save the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger marathon <laughs> for another day, which that would be, that'd be a rough one. But 
let's uh, let's jump right in to the first film, Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Which um, I guess we should say that we watched all the American versions. Yeah, yeah. This actually sort of leads us to our first kind of—I won't say controversy, but first sort of debate we had when you, you gotta go. Do these. You gotta decide to go one way or the other, and, yeah. and, and, and to to commit to reading subtitles <laughs> for a day. I so I had a yeah. I had a lot of requests specifically for the first mo- movie where people were like, "Oh, let's watch Gojira, like the the good quality like Japanese movie." And then, of course, our other option was Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the American version. And for those of you who don't know, it's not just a matter of, like, dubbed over in English. They actually brought in Raymond Burr, this American actor. As reporter Steve Martin. Yeah, (laughs) Steve Martin, the reporter. It's hilarious. They shot whole scenes with him, essentially, like, giving exposition to what was happening and looking off screen at, at like, another movie. Yeah, he's just crazy. Yeah, it's funny when he's interacting with the main characters, like, uh, Sarazawa and, uh, and all the other, like, people that are in the original movie. It's always like he'll be across the room from them talking, and then there'll be like a two shot where it's him saying like, "Oh, how are you, Sarazawa?" And then it'll like show like something from the the, <laughs> the original movie of him going like, "I'm fine, don't bother me," or something oh, like yeah. that. And, uh, and if, if he is on screen with somebody, like their back is turned to the right. camera, <laughs> or, or their face is obscured with a bunch of laboratory. Yeah, equipment that was or the something. best. It's like, <laughs> like even even there wasn't enough laboratory equipment to hide that that wasn't him. <laughs> well, also there was an eye patch. I mean, it, sure. they, they did everything they could. Like they showed his eye patch side, and like they put a phone in front of it as well. So like you could you could only just barely tell that it was supposed to be this character. But other than that, like. They were just some vague human shape behind a sure. bunch of pipettes. And they, stuff. they they full on Doctor Claude it from <laughs> <laughs> right, but yeah, because of this, the Godzilla King of the Monsters is sort of this bastardized, weird version of that movie, and I could totally see the merits of watching the Japanese one. But my sort of logic was, a, I didn't want to watch the same movie twice, which would have sure. been kind of dull. But I really liked the idea that uh, God, in Godzilla 1985, which we'll get to in our next run, Raymond Burr returns as that character, Steve Martin, in the American version. And there was a certain kind of poetry that I liked about that. If we would start both of our runs with uh, Raymond Burr in this yeah. weird American one. Conversely, I mean, we could have also just done the Japanese version of both. I have nah. them. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I actually do kind of like, I, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that the the one movie, the, the King of the Monsters is better than Gojira, but oh, yeah. it's, it well, is the movie it, we all watched when we were kids. Straight up confession, like, I've never seen Gojira, which obviously I should. I'm sitting here recording a Godzilla marathon. Yeah. I've never seen it. I you should, should probably see it. But, okay, you know what? I will, I will, it's on, it's on Hulu. Yeah, Plus, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, by the time we're done. It's readily accessible to me. By the I time we're done and we've watched all of them, will okay. you watch it? Oh yeah, it's not absolutely. that long. It's I mean the King of the Monsters is shorter, but it's not it's oh, yeah. not un- unreasonable. No, I want to see it. Yeah. But I, I had sort of made the call that for all of these movies we would watch the English dubbed yeah. version, which is one of the few instances I feel like that is okay. It's almost it's almost it's, we're still being purists. We're just being purists yeah. in a um kind of hearkening back to our youth kind yeah. of way. Like that's part of the experience to me is like the bad English dub. It's like Godzilla movies and old Kung Fu movies are the two that like, that's how I saw them. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the like joy in a weird way. Like, cause it's funny to see how bad it is. Yeah. I mean, ugh, some of the, uh, some <laughs> of the uh, audio dialogue recording is just, 
in, insanely lacking in acting skills oh, yeah. in, in, in this series, <laughs> and it's and it, and it adds so much flavor. It's really fun to watch. But also, as we move on from the films, from the first movie, it's less and less American intrusion. Like it, sure. it still yeah, happens definitely, like definitely. for a couple more movies, and then obviously 1985. But it, it becomes less. I mean, like I mean, once we're like in past King Kong, even it's there's very little. The, just, yeah, there's slight version, slight different versions, but like they, King Kong is the least offensive one because they kind of, I mean, they only just added like exposition. We'll get to it, but sure. it, they, every movie they parse down the 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 bastardization of the original movie, and I say that not in an angry way. It's just they, they're just making it something entirely oh, yeah. different. But yeah, they they did step off less and less until like the like the weirdest thing is. In the fourth one, they just changed it from Godzilla versus, or Mothra versus Godzilla to Godzilla versus the thing. Right. Like, for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. they're just like, we can't call it Mothra. Nobody's going to oh, know man. what that is. Can you imagine if it was the real thing? Oh, man. <laughs> the world? That would actually be kind it, of awesome. It'd be a sweet ass movie, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, kaiju uh, horror. <laughs> yeah. Why not? It'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah. Oh, man. But no, so in the, uh, like, Raymond Burr version, yeah, a lot of it is. It, the, that first Godzilla movie is really interesting because a lot of it is based around the mystery of what Godzilla even looks like, or mm-hmm. you, you don't see him for a lot of it, where he's like destroying villages and stuff, which kind of doesn't play too well nowadays because like everybody knows what Godzilla looks like. Sure. So it's I get uh, like I think it's made really well, but I definitely got kind of bored watching it because I was just like, well, I I know what's coming. Um. It's an interesting movie. Like when you talk about what he looks like and stuff, like, I don't even know where to start. But this whole thing was inspired by King Kong. Um, sure, they wanted to make a stop. They wanted to make him stop motion, but it would have just like for the budget that they had and the technology that was available to them, like it would have taken them seven years or something to sure. do what they wanted to. So um, they had to go with a guy in a rubber suit. Um, and thank God, they yeah, setting the <laughs> setting the line, setting it up for a long legacy of awesomeness. After Absolutely. that. Man, if ugh, it would have been weird if it was all just claymation. Though they do utilize claymation here and there a little bit. Not in the first one. It, it, there's like one shot in uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. That's oh, yeah. yeah. I could see that. I yeah. feel like it happens at least once somewhere else, but I don't know. I'm sure it does on occasion. But I mean, they used, they ended up using a puppet. They have a couple different suits where like one of them was just the legs and, uh, and one of them was like the whole body that he mm-hmm. could barely move in. So is that generally through most of the films what we're seeing? Like with the wide shots are guy in suit, and then all the close-ups are always a puppet, or no. sometimes, or later on they. I mean, there's a little bit of puppet stuff in in the next two movies. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of puppet in Godzilla raids again, and then there's there's some really funny puppet stuff in Godzilla versus King Kong where you can it's a wide shot, and you can see Godzilla and King Kong throwing down like over a mountain, but it's just basically like two stock puppets <laughs> just like being thrown at each right. other. As, uh, but yeah, after after that, I think they kind of stopped doing that, um, and they made the they had streamlined the suits to the degree of they just had the guy who was able to just run around in the suits, and it wasn't as bad as the first one. The first one was just just cured rubber that would barely move in bamboo, and like right. it was they had to like drain the suit because it would just have so much sweat in it, and Ugh. it was just a nightmare. Do you guys remember when the scientists were talking about Godzilla? They were looking at dinosaur pictures. You mean fat T Rex? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there was like a T Rex (laughs) they showed that just looked like a fat, tubby piece of shit. (laughs) And it really cracked us up. And that's what the T Rex looked like. (laughs) Well, I mean, I remember even as a child, um, we we still had the uh, 
the popular image of T-Rexes that were like up on their hind legs and with their head in the air with their tails dragging. Like people thought that for the longest time, mm. basically until Jurassic Park came out and said, here's what they look like when they're yeah. walking. It's a ballast. Oh, yeah. They're supposed to be, mm. you know, it's an equilibrium thing. Yeah, that that Jurassic Park T-Rex is to me like the canonical T-Rex at this point. Sure. And if, if science ever came along to like debunk that, I would just be so angry. Well, I mean... Have you heard about the feathers? No, I haven't. I mean, I have, but I've deleted them from my memory. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> Can you imagine a big feathered Godzilla or something? That'd be oh, man. Well, crazy. No, Quixicotal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? There's a monster movie that was a Q, the Q. winged yeah, yeah, serpent. Yeah. That's Quetzalcoatl Day or yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. I don't know how you say it. But. I, I saw a poster for that, an original poster for that at WonderCon this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, when oh, I was crazy. going through. When I bought some Godzilla posters, it was awesome. Good Godzilla stuff at WonderCon? Yeah. Um, I got a Godzilla versus Geigen poster that was Frankenstein something something. I don't know. And then uh, <laughs> it's, in, it's German. Um, and then I got a Godzilla versus Megalon poster that says King Kong something something. They wow. like to switch around the names a lot. <laughs> they're, they're, they play fast and loose Jeez. overseas. Yeah, I can imagine. But anyway, so um, getting back to Godzilla, one thing, like, people generally will say that this movie is not as good as the overseas original, which, um, I mean, just they, they shot six, for six days in a studio. It's actually, oh, wow, um, really? Just for six days? The, the, the Raymond Steve Martin, stuff? yeah, the Raymond Burr yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's all, that was all shot for, in six days, actually wow. in a place not far from here. I drove past it the other day and checked it out. It's on Vermont Avenue. It's a, it's a preschool, or it's an it's a elementary school now. Oh, but wow. If you get off of uh, Vermont on the 101 freeway and head south and just look to your right, like after like two blocks, you'll see a grade school. That's where it was filmed. Oh, and so they just went from like classroom to classroom, mm-hmm. just using it. Well, as, like... it's, it was a studio then. Oh, oh, yeah, I, okay. But now it's a grade well, school. Well, that makes yeah. more sense. Uh, yeah, sorry. It should have been. <laughs> no, but no, anyway, it's okay. So they shot that stuff, and um, it's 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 very pandering, so people don't like it very much because it kind of <laughs> it kind of treats you like you're an idiot, like you wouldn't be able to just read and see see what's well, happening. It's weird because their go to of how they do the movie is like all the other characters say next to nothing. And then it's always left to Raymond Burr to just go on and on and on. Like, like someone will like whisper one thing in his ear, which is obviously like a bunch of lines from the other movie. And then he's like, well, here, here's what's going on. Viewer at home. <laughs> well, and so much of it is, is voiceover. Oh, yeah. it's just, it's just his reaction shots to things. And, uh, or like, even when he's like at the news conference and everyone's like furiously writing down notes <laughs> about this. Right? He's just sitting there absorbing. He's like, Mr. Burr, do you want to have some like notepad for your yeah, character? Like, he was no. the world's worst reporter. Mine is a steel trap. <laughs> I couldn't believe he wasn't writing anything down. It's just crazy. <laughs> and then later when he's on the phone trying to deliver the report, he's like, uh, <laughs> monster attacks. It's yeah. big and terrible. And what do you need to know? I mean, yeah. it's just a big blizzard. I also find it very strange that this American foreign correspondent gets just like unbridled access to, into the, the, like just every inch of Japanese government like, and well, scientists. Th- th- that's and hot kind of, on the heels of the <laughs> atomic bomb droppings. I mean, we were doing great. We had a great relationship. No, no, we 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 were in Japan for a long time helping rebuild their infrastructure. So it's not that's not totally. Well, I, I could see a military guy or something. I'm just saying, like, there. I get it when he's in like press conferences and stuff. The, Steve Martin, the reporter, mm. but when he's literally. Meetings with, I think, the president, and then when he's standing next, he has like a relationship with the scientist's like daughter, not a romantic one, but like he knows her, and she's like, she goes out of her way to come to him to like feed him information about the plot to then go. It just is kind of crazy. Yeah. 
Well, for uh, his, it's full of holes, guys. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> this whole thing doesn't. Look, I don't know. For as bad as this movie is, and as uh, much shit people give it, um, it does one thing I think better than the original. Oh, what's um, that? In the beginning of the English version, the the whole, the whole thing opens on destroyed Tokyo and like just the carnage and how bad everything is. And the original does not do that. The original just opens up with like people on boats, like in the boats catch fire and they're setting up the Oh, right, because they do sort of a rewind where we see like the wreckage. Right. And then so he's it, like, oh, let me take you back to how this happened. Yeah, it gives you this, like, immediately gives you this sense of scope and like you, this sense of dread that like you, you know it's going to happen, which is, you know, it was a cool editing choice. Sure. Um, but that's about it. Everything else they didn't do very well. Gotcha. <laughs> I am always shocked though when Godzilla dies at the end. I do love uh, the whole Sarazawa. Oh, okay, so it's 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 definitely it's actually you might not even know it. It's, it. You've seen it several times, but it's barely mentioned. But there's a love triangle between Emiko, the girl, Sarazawa, the guy with the eye patch, and then right. the other guy that goes down with him. Well, it must be severely edited out of the American version. It's there, but it's very yeah, it's, it's pretty subtle. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not like a focus. Sure. Um, and in the original movie, it's it's actually quite. It makes it very compelling at the end where he's he basically makes a choice to use the oxygen destroyer after right. after destroying all of his notes because he doesn't want to become another atomic bomb used against people. To yeah, kill the Godzilla. scientist like is essentially killing himself in order to destroy Godzilla. Right, yeah. and, and then he sends the other guy up and like cuts his hose so he can't be pulled up and just stays down there and dies because he doesn't want he never wants anybody to know how to recreate this thing and he kills Godzilla. Right. Well, that makes sense because the message in the movie is very much around, you know, the nuclear bomb Absolutely. dropped and the Japanese, mm. like, sort of tension around that. And just, they, it's it, like, what, the movie's less than 10 years after that happened, mm -hmm. right? So it's obviously them sort of working through that trauma. And it makes sense that this scientist is taking a stance of, like, I don't want this horrible thing to be used against people. So right. we're going to use it this one time and I'm going to die with it to make sure it doesn't get <laughs> But I'm going there. to invent it and use it on fish. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> he yeah. wants to kill like 20 dozen fish in that tank. And he keeps letting the woman watch. He's clearly disturbed. <laughs> you watch this. That's the woman he's like into that he wants that a Emiko, relationship. yeah. Wow. Did, did I do well, good? No wonder the other guy wins. They're oh, engaged. Oh, okay, and okay. And, and, uh, and then she's in love with the Got other it. guy. So And, gotcha. and he, and he kind of he knows. It's I think it's in the subtext kind of where... He, when he makes a choice to stay down, he's like, I don't want, I, I obviously, I don't want anybody to find out about how to recreate the oxygen destroyer. I want to kill Godzilla, but also I, I, there's, I think there's a part of it, at least in the original movie where he's like, I don't also want to live right. without Emiko. And this I see what's happening. Me, so fuck it. Yeah. Man. So you do go off and be happy wow. and I'm going to take care of this. But he also, I mean, to me, like he has self to blame because he was so distant focusing on his work and just isolating himself. Hey man, so you, it's a different culture. Like work, work is work is first. Sure, well, I assume I racistly. <laughs> <laughs> but it always strikes me as odd is when Godzilla just turns to like a skeleton. Right. I mean, there's so there's literally what is it like twenty nine other movies? <laughs> You're sort of like, oh right, he dies in this one. So are the future Godzillas like sons of that Godzilla? Or well, there I mean, are more of them. Basically. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like we, we 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 definitely see that they have eggs later on. Well, <laughs> that's a whole wishy-washy, unexplained, don't want to talk about it thing. Uh, it's it. it's in multiple movies, so it's <laughs> well, it's a thing. You have to. It's canon. If you it's like that there. skeleton, you're gonna enjoy the second half because it comes back. 
Oh, yeah, wow. they touch on Does that. It? It's really cool. Oh, I don't remember. You'll have oh. to, but you will have to be struggling to stay awake because it's, it's it's in the Millennium series. Oh, great! But yeah, it's uh, it's cool what they do with it. Oh, awesome! I can't wait. Oh, the music. I mean, we can talk oh, about yeah. the music a little bit because yeah, it's basically fantastic. this is the soundtrack yeah. for the next. I mean, it doesn't movies. get a lot of play, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's only we only heard it a billion times every movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's a Ifukubi. Um, okay. is the guy who wrote the music, and um, it, I, I mean, he does the music for I think all of them, but rarely changes it up. I mean, he just does a little little variance. Yeah, here the and Godzilla there. theme is pretty consistent. They, for yeah, many, they, many years. they build upon it and like he changes it every once in a while and they yeah. add to it. But yeah, you definitely hear it coming in every movie. There's a Godzilla march, uh, yeah, all that stuff. But so. it's worth mentioning. Like it's iconic. I think it's. I mean, it is good. It's just hard to really love it when you hear it forty times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I enjoy the first movie quite a bit. I I definitely lean more towards like the sillier, goofier mm-hmm. later Godzilla movies is kind of the most amusing to me. So I have a hard time devoting my entire attention to some of these earlier movies, but I definitely can appreciate that they're obviously like going for a, a good movie kind of quality. Vibe. Well, this one was. Yeah, sure. The next one was a bit of a but, cash grab. You, you, know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, sure. Well, here, let's, let's get to it. Shall we? Uh, the next movie was Godzilla raids again. As they call him in this one, what is it? The, the America Gigantus it was, it was right? released in yeah. America as Gigantus the Fire Monster. Yeah, because no one apparently watched the first movie or something. There's a couple theories as to why they changed it. One of them is uh, that they couldn't get the rights for the name Godzilla, but they hmm. got the rights for the movie for some reason, and so they just that's changed the name. I, that's, yeah. It's a theory. I mean, it's, it's unproven. Okay. There, there's a lot of like in the earlier Godzilla movies. There's a lot of like theories of like why how things came to be sure. like the name godzilla or gojira like nobody knows where that came from there's different theories like some people th- say there's a there's a popular story that um well gojira is a combination of the japanese word for gorilla and whale and this was basically gorilla whale oh, okay <laughs> and um wait did they say his name in the first movie yes okay. uh, this old islander is like oh yeah, godzilla's gojira. doing right, this because right. we haven't sacrificed any virgins to him in a long time Got and it. you kids these days um, but, uh, they, so, so some people think that it was a security guard who was on the Toho lot that they used to call Gojira and that they just went like, <laughs> Oh, let's just name the monster after him. <laughs> and th- there's other theories, but nobody knows. Even they, they interviewed, um, the director, uh, his wife and were like, did, did he ever tell you where the name came from? And she's like, yeah, I don't really know. Like. There's no concrete answers to sure. a lot of the weird stuff that's go- that goes on the couple the first couple movies, so it's kind of a mystery. But right. that makes it better. I like I didn't want to know where Godzilla got named. I just want it to be. I just want <laughs> well, Godzilla to be. Whatever the reason, what a great fucking name! I, like I'll give it props. Like Godzilla is a great name for yeah. a monster. M- maybe the best. Like I'll, I'll dare to say. I mean, I can't think I of can't one think better. Of, yeah, I can't think of a better it's one. Pretty badass. I love it. Uh, now, Gigantus, however, not quite as awesome, yeah. I, I got to say. In the American version that we were watching, they did call him Gigantus a couple times, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the movie was billed as Godzilla Raids, Raids Again that we saw. It's just on the, in the American dub. 
Yeah. They just call them Giant Gigantic. Well, I, I assume that they sort of rebranded it. Because, I mean, you know, you can't box it and call it Gigantus now. Like, because people <laughs> know who the fuck Godzilla is. Yeah. So I'm sure for the box, they're like, okay, it's Godzilla. But yeah, the mo- it's like, the, I'm sure they don't have the, ver- like, maybe there never was an English dubbed version where they even said Godzilla. Like, it's probably yeah. just is got Gigantus. It was a little bit confusing watching it. No. I'm just kidding. It was very simple. <laughs> about a monster. It's like, that, 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 that creature's Godzilla. <laughs> But uh, this is the first one where he fights another monster, and uh, it's just it's Angerus. Oh right! Ang- I, you know, I, there's, I've he's kind of has like different variations. That sounds of right to me. Ang- Angerus. Sometimes Ang- it's yeah. with an L. Sometimes it's Angulus. like with an R. Angerus. Yeah. Angerus. He but, um yeah he appears in this movie and it doesn't appear for many many movies, but then kind of comes back with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's in a lot of the 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 later Heisei yeah. versus. He's movies. like part of the stable at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's cool that he's sort of in this one. It's interesting that they, in, like, introduce a second monster so quickly. Like, it's the second movie, like, boom. And it's not even really a focus. Like, he yeah. shows up, they're fighting, and then they fight again later, and he gets just curb stomped. Sure. Almost literally. Because <laughs> this is when the there's, like, these two pilots that are sort of the main characters, and they see him fighting well, one of them crash island. lands. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, like, while he crash lands on his yeah. island, then he sees him fighting. I remember one of them monologued, like, Yo. quite a Oh, bit. God. It's everything. <laughs> everything in, like, the first 30 it was minutes. insane. It was like, I flew, and it was all past oh. tense, right? Because I guess he's, I don't know, keeping a diary or just, like, account. Maybe in the same style that Raymond Burr was, they wanted this guy to, like, mm. talk in the past tense. So the whole time, he's just like, I flew around the island. I put my S foils into this flap. I went <laughs> at a ninety degree angle. Like it was just yeah, insane. it was painstakingly. <laughs> it was like almost like Blade Runner director uh, director's cut. Sure, bad. Where it's just like so much monologuing and exposition. Like, well, I think the director's cut where the, is where they took that out. That's okay, I, I'm sorry. I've I only think the seen the original version. I've only seen the good one. Oh, yeah. So I only That's know that the cut. bad one is out. There. <laughs> sure, uh, but yeah, he's just like basically over explaining everything mm. and this one from what i remember it does have a bit of a romance plot but it's not a yeah. love triangle no, it, it kind of kind of it kind of is. is yeah because you have you have the two pilots like like goofus and gallant <laughs> right and uh, <laughs> the goofy guy i remember just being like awesome oh yeah and they gave him like the word the, yeah the, hey, <laughs> there's like a big fat pilot that always comes in is half drunk all the time it's just like hey gosh i was cool like, it was great <laughs> It was like, what, what gift would you give a girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they kept saying something like there was some phrase that they kept that we kept referencing that was like girls are mysterious or just like I can't I can't like, I know I can't. all about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know they're probably not going to translate to the folks at home so much, sure. but like. Yeah, there was something about, I forget the context, but there was some really funny, just like awkward dialogue. Yeah, it's just that way that the dub lines are A, really stilted. B, they're tr- they're always trying to match sort of the rhythmic movement of the actual lip flap in the yeah. shot, which makes for some very strange like rhythm and stuff. And so, yeah, lines like that where he's just like, wait, what was the line again? Was, I know all about I it. Know, right, right. Because <laughs> it wouldn't be if it was like, oh, girls are so much trouble. And then someone was just like, I know all about it. The leg was like, I know all about it. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just sound, so weird sounding. Like, uh, like, obviously, which is what it is, is a guy... By himself in a sound booth with no context, yeah. just right. saying like lines this that is are my put line. in front of him. Yeah, and it's just edits together so strange. But I th- God bless it. I'm not sure, but I I, I I I don't know which character it was, but I know this is like the first 
movie or any motion picture of any sort that George Takei worked on. Oh, really? He did work on the English dub. Oh, great. So it could have been him saying, like, I <laughs> oh my. raised my foils to the left 40 sure, degrees. Sure. And yeah, that could be George could Takei. Be. Like, he did one of the voices. I'm not Just sure which. Wow. Oh, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fabulous. Uh, I remember the model on Godzilla in this one. They changed it up a bit. I remember him being pretty buck tooth looking. That was the puppet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. But there's there's the puppet that they use when so like the close ups. He's got these yeah. weird like buck He's teeth. Really, yeah. they stick straight out yeah. of his face. Basically, <laughs> I guess that makes sense if someone's hand is like pushing down on, right. a, on a puppet. Yeah. yeah, they just sort of I mean, pop out. The actual like Godzilla costume as well, but it was really pronounced in the in the hand puppet when they were doing like the close up stuff with him. And I think that Angus had a had a hand puppet as well for when they were doing like close ups sure. on them biting each other and stuff. But yeah, um, one thing that was kind of funny about this that they they every all the fights between Angerdis and Godzilla are like really fast. Oh, oh, like sped up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And like for us, for the rest of them, they either they either leave them at normal or slowed down. And I actually was reading about this movie, and they wanted the 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 director wanted the camera guy to make a film it in a way that it would like it was slow it would uh it would be slowed down but he accidentally did the opposite (laughs) so this was they actually wanted it to be slow but then when he went to the dailies and looked at it it was like really fast but he just he was like well that kind of looks kind of brutal like if i crank it slow it'll be slow yeah and then he doesn't realize (laughs) it's exposing it like twice as because if you want fast motion right yeah. You, you do it you slow. You take less frames. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if you want slow-mo, you have to do it really fast so it gets a lot of frames. So yeah. He probably just didn't know that. Yeah, so he just he went the opposite direction he was supposed <laughs> to, and the director ended up just going like, yeah, I, could, yeah, I like it. Let's just leave it. Well, what option do they have? Sure. If we can't, they're not going to rebuild all those sets. Well, it depends. If there's one, if they were doing the island thing, they could have gone back if they still had the sets up there because they, they weren't destroying anything. But, yeah, that's the one of the crazy thing about watching these, actually, is... Everything was a one take with the with the, with the <laughs> oh, monsters yeah. when they're in a city. Especially like, when you light a building on fire and knock it over. I doubt yeah. they built that shit a second time. It must right? have been really stressful, <laughs> like just b- building all these models and then just being like, "All right, well, I hope that they they blow it up the right way, or else I'm going to build them all again." I know they probably just covered everything with like four or five cameras and were like, "All right." Go at sure. It. Yeah, I mean that would be the smart thing to do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> at least I would hope. Um, I remember this one had sort of a side plot about there were like escaped convicts that yeah, sort yeah. of directly caused Godzilla to like attack people. Well, he's he's attracted to light in this right. one, and so they're trying to like they they do a blackout in Tokyo to like try and get him to leave and go back into the water. Oh, right, because they have flares that are sort of guiding him out to sea. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're trying to transport some convicts out of the, uh, the city because if he does, you know, come in, they don't want them to be sure. just stuck in a prison and like squished. So they're transporting them, and then they break out. They take over the, the 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 car, and then they get in like a big chase. Right. And then they blow up and cause a big <laughs> fire that makes Godzilla go oh, what? Yeah. And like go on a rampage. Going over there. But it was a pretty. It's a it's an interesting um, little offshoot of the story yeah. of just like these convicts running around like shooting sure because you don't really think like cops and robbers fight when you watch a godzilla movie so that part definitely stuck out to me as like oh this is different yeah and and it also forced uh the location change because like godzilla comes and destroys that area and the pilots work for some kind of fishery and and so they're forced to move to the secondary location 
which is in but uh, and then like I don't know if time passes and it becomes winter or if it was just like further up north in 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 Japan uh but then like it, yeah, the whole the whole subplot then is that it's winter and that's the new plan sure to right because so these pilots were working for the fishing community as as what spotters yeah. to make sure like to monsters see the, weren't coming or? well no it's look for the schools look for fish, fish. oh yeah, right who's a fish just go oh the fish are over there and okay yeah tell them what is that the is that actually how they used to do it i mean that's i'm uh, sure before maybe. they had like uh common use of sonar wow. and stuff probably yeah. yeah that's crazy um, do you guys remember that bit where we cut in on it? I think it was a family or something, but they were like singing this song that went like, I, I don't know what it was in Japanese, but the dub was hilarious. They were just like, we're having so much fun. Oh, yes. We're having so much fun. <laughs> this is so great. It, it, like, it was, having... <laughs> it was a, he's a jolly good fellow. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so much fun. Which yeah. nobody can deny. Right? Yeah. yeah, it must be. I'm assuming it's some cultural like song that has no equivalent in English, right. and so they just kind of made some shit. Just oh, having, just having drunken, drunken singing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was on sake. Whatever, anything goes. Yeah. That just cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird. I mean, I don't know. One of the things I always struggle with, especially when I was a child, when I was watching these, and I was diligent. Like, was going through all the human subplots. I just, that's not what I was there for. And that's not what I wanted to watch. But right. like, I knew that if I just watched the monster stuff, the movie would be over in 10 minutes. <laughs> so like, I would always rent these movies and then just sit there and watch like this shit that I did not care about. And so, so and then, you know, just and then lap up this crazy monster fight at the right. end. But yeah, sometimes the, like this one, I think is a, is a pretty bad offender. The, the human subplot can be very boring. Oh yeah. yeah. But that is an interesting element of Godzilla movies. Cause if they were all just him wrecking stuff, They'd be so similar. The sort of differentiators are these weird human subplots where you meet these other characters, and some of them are, can be great, and some of them can be kind of yeah. Bad. To be honest, it's what makes the movie yeah because like, that's what most of the movie is. I mean, it shouldn't be that surprising, sure. but yeah, the, the the people that aren't Godzilla are the ones that really make it interesting. Some of the later ones, like just have like legitimately good stories and character arcs, like not nothing great, nothing like <laughs> nothing that's gonna win an Oscar right, or anything, but right. but just stuff that I was like, oh, that was uh, that, that that held my attention. Sure, that was good. Like, cause I mean, of, it's it's a long, long ways away, but I particularly remember Godzilla two thousand has a, a pretty touching and like very good story about like a man and his daughter or a scientist. If that's where your bar is, that's a good <laughs> that's a, that's a good sign because actually that's one of the ones I enjoy less. Oh, dude, I, I like that movie, that but like as far as the people, I just, well, because there, I mean, we're way getting ahead of ourselves. But there's that guy that is like the villain who used to work with the father and has it out for. Oh Godzilla yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's more what had my interest. <laughs> okay, all uh, right. When I can't wait to talk about that one. We'll get in into that. Five yeah. months or whenever we watched it. <laughs> but see, like to me, like the human subplots of these stories that the early have were really hard to absorb, only because so many of the same actors. Like, right. it's just like, oh, man. like same people every time, every, every like time playing people. different <laughs> yeah. five people that are just in all of them. And, and you just like, I just start to lose track of what they, what they were doing. You're like, oh, now he's a villain or, oh, now he's the good guy. Yeah. Uh, well, cause the guy that had the eye patch that was a scientist in the first Godzilla movie yeah, is in no less than 95% of the first 15 movies we watched. Like yeah. he even wears the eye patch again yeah. twice. Um, uh, not in once in a movie called, uh, um, the Mysterions and then once in this, uh, and once in Godzilla versus the sea monster yeah. and 
yeah. to me the closest equivalent I can have to explain it is like if you watch old Hammer horror films, mm. how the same three guys are in like, like every Hammer Chris, movie. Yeah, Christopher, Christopher, yeah, Christopher Lee, Lee, Lee and, and uh, Peter Cushing. Yeah, Peter Cushing are just like up oh, there in every single one of them. Yeah, and so it, these Godzilla movies are like that. Where it's yeah, it's the eye batch guy. It's the one of the pilot guys from mm. this movie is in a billion zillion of these movies, and then uh, there's occasionally a kind of a there's some guy that's in a lot of them. Yeah, and there's then um, a mustachioed guy yes, that, that's yeah, either yeah, like a villain or about. a general. Or, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Um, there's also the, in the next movie, King Kong versus Godzilla. The two like the two main characters in that they're in everything right. for a while <laughs> after that. Yeah, and then yeah, sometimes it's it's interesting because sometimes you'll see a new guy and you're like, oh, a fresh face, right? <laughs> That's about to be run into the ground because <laughs> yeah. he's in the next five get, movies. Get used to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just trading him out. It's like Bollywood movies or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like just the same people. Uh, it's well, cool though. I mean, because this was back in the day where um, actors had contracts with studios. Right, yeah. it makes sense. So, These yeah. are obviously the Toho people yeah. that are just in every Toho movie. Yeah. But but when you watch like Humphrey Bogart and you know you see Peter Lorre or Sidney Greenstreet, sure. you don't you don't get kind of you don't. It's like <laughs> oh god, them again. I mean, they're always really interesting and. Maybe, maybe, and maybe it's a language barrier. Maybe like totally. we're, we're losing the nuances of all these performances, and like these are really great, great actors, and we're missing out on on the roles that they played on our end. But uh, oh, you know who we should mention because he's in a few. He's in the first movie, and he's in some others. I forgot his name, but the guy that's in all the Kurosawa movies, he's in like Seven Samurai, and it's not uh, Toshiro Mifune. It's it's um, Takashi Shimura. That's right. That's what it is. Takashi Shimura. So he's was uh, he to me was one of the most recognizable faces of being a guy that's in more than just Godzilla movies. That was mm. I believe he's in like the first two. So um, is is the end of Godzilla raids again? Is this the one where they freeze him? <clears throat> yeah, there's okay. that awesome over the like overhead shot where it's just a model of right, him. Right. I actually read recently that that was that was actually they devised a a wind up walking toy <laughs> that just didn't work but it looked so bad <laughs> they're like well maybe it would look better if he just wasn't moving yeah <laughs> right. this, this is just one and this is only one of the times that he they freeze him <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so uh but the funny thing about this is like they, they, he goes to this island and there's like he's in this big uh crevasse i guess and there's like these snowy peaks all around and um he uh these pilots find him and they're trying to like i don't know what their plan is they're like we gotta keep him here and like they call in the the like the air force to drop bombs on him right but then um the the dumpy like goofus guy like he just just decides to go on a strafe right i believe it's kobayashi right okay yeah he goes on a strafe right across godzilla's face and then just nose dives straight into the (laughs) mountain Right. For no, he has no <laughs> weapons or anything. I don't know what he was planning, but we needed a dramatic death. Yeah. that everyone yeah. was going to care about. And he gives them the idea because they see like he, he causes a small avalanche and like all these all the ice. This ice right. comes and they get the idea to like start blowing up all the all the mountain peaks to like bury a Godzilla in ice. Yeah, because they they had set up all these like drums, like oil drums or explosive drums, and they were supposed to lead him to it, but he wasn't going for it. Like, like he wasn't going in that direction. Right. Because he was just standing still in the wide shot. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going anywhere. He's strangely not moving at all. <laughs> Let's get him. <laughs> he just ice him up. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's how that movie ended. Yeah. And I honestly don't really have a ton to say about this movie. It's it's kind of a, it's one of the low Yeah, it's the last uh, black and white one, which yes. I guess is worth mentioning, because the first two were black and white. And full screen. And yeah, the sure, first two were sure. full screen. Yeah, 
And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not as good as the first one, and definitely not one of the best ones. It's not the worst by a long <laughs> shot either. It's just kind yeah. of a it's 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 just a meh. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it, the first fight is kind of cool, like just to be able to actually see a movie where he's fighting something, and right. he kills it too. Yeah, which is oh, something yeah. that Godzilla actually does a lot in the in the first series. He doesn't kill; they always just get their their asses whipped, and then they just sure. run away. Well, I assume there's like a billion zillion people in the buildings he's like destroying. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like <laughs> the, his opponent, like sure, the other I monster. See, yeah. yeah, he he. I mean, he, doesn't he do the King Kong thing where he rips his? No, wait, that's Mechagodzilla later. Yeah. Oh, How yeah. Does he, he just bites his neck and it dies. Yeah, Mechagodzilla fucks like Angulus like up big time. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, the next one that we watched was King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla versus Frankenstein? <laughs> right. Um, that was it the original idea. Well, there's a I mean, there's a really long, weird backstory to this. So this is 30 years after King Kong, and Willis O'Brien was really wanted to get back into the character and had this uh, this this idea for a story called Frankenstein or sorry, King Kong versus Frankenstein. And or totally plausible alternate uh, title of um, King Kong versus the 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 modern Prometheus, uh, which okay. is what um, the Can original we get King Kong in the movie Prometheus he, to just come in and wreck shit. Is I would watch. I would that. welcome yeah. any addition to the movie Prometheus. <laughs> That'd be great. <clears throat> but um, so he's shopping around this idea in Toho, uh, abs- because they love Godzilla. I mean, sure. they love King Kong, and like they, he's he's what inspired Godzilla. I mean, uh, other than like nuclear bombs. Sure, sure. Um, they jump at the chance and they're like, well, we want to do this. And so a partner of his named Jack Beck or John Beck, I believe, um, uh, sold them the story behind Willis O'Brien's back or uh, sold oh, them the rights wow. to make this movie behind his back without his blessing. And then they basically just went, all right, well, here's the story. And we got it all kind of fleshed out and here's all the fights and everything. But somewhere along the lines, they decided that they wanted to put some of their own flavor in, aside from like all Japanese actors and stuff, <laughs> right. and uh, put uh, Godzilla in instead of Frankenstein. So it was actually because like the popular thing is that King Kong was supposed to be Frankenstein originally, but it's weird right. because the whole thing's just a weird big mishmash. Well, that would sort of explain King Kong's like electric powers. Well, the, yeah. the, the roles are swapped. Like Frankenstein, because yeah, it's, it's supposed to be King Kong in that movie all along, and mm-hmm. they put Franken and they put Godzilla in instead of Frankenstein, and then the last fight where he gets like the electricity powers, that the roles are just reversed oh, in that fight. So they just went, you know what? Let's ha- let's give the king- the electricity powers to King Kong so he can come out on top. But it was weird because in, when that movie came out, like. King Kong wins. I mean, he's the one who comes yeah. up after everything. I'm getting ahead of us, myself. Nah, to talk about, but it's fine. Um, I, I guess at the time, everybody liked King Kong more, even in Japan. Like people, Godzilla was a bad guy. He was the heel. Um, sure. And uh, well, that sort of makes sense because if you think about King Kong, I mean, King Kong was always this big monster on this island that is sort of like taken away in unjustly by this white and just man wants to go comes. home. Yeah. yeah, and it's all he does is like kind of love Feyre. And doesn't want to be treated like shit. And then kind of tragically gets shot. So, yeah, he is definitely more of, like, a, a positive kind of hero. Right. 
Whereas like Godzilla is just a fucking angry yeah. piece of shit that just comes and kills everyone. I mean, he he has his heroic times, which are to come. This movie does, do, like at least the English version. I guess we should just say they they did the exposition. Um, they they shot a bunch of stuff over I think three days uh, of the, of just an international news oh, network. Oh God, yeah, just doing I all think the exposition. You mean three minutes? Yeah. <laughs> that shit looks so bad. And, and weird and weird cutaways to some kind of like orbiting space station. Right. That was surely just from a fucking footage movie. from another movie. <laughs> like, yeah. like, but I don't even know what it was supposed to be. So he's like a okay. So instead of like Raymond Burr in this movie, we get it's a like a UN reporter. It's a UN like, broadcasting news from service. A basement yeah. well, in the UN. It I was guess, so. yeah. There's different UN UN offices that were clearly the same room with sure. a different flag put in. <laughs> and it's real shit. Like yeah, they clearly have some flag that they've just stamped up on the yeah. wall. Yeah. And he just kind of all constantly checks back in and looks at the camera. That guy gets top billing in the US. Really? Version. Yeah. And he <laughs> he's like he does nothing to the story. He's just sitting at a desk telling you. Yeah. In case you didn't notice, well, King Kong is doing sure. things. He does have one of my absolute favorite parts in the movie where you're in scene in, in Japan and someone goes like, maybe you should go to Hokkaido. And then it cuts the guy. He's like, do not go to Hokkaido. <laughs> Just like real straight up, like right after you heard that. There's Yeah. The, that was a really good one. And then there's another one that we actually, we were talking over because you can't have the oh, attention sure, span, sure. but there's a really funny one where, um, uh, he, he's constantly talking to other people in other UN reporting rooms, which is just that room with a different actor <laughs> in it. And uh, it, it, there's one point where he's like, it looks like King Kong is making his way over to Tokyo. How does, what do you think of that? Tohiro or wh- whoever. Sure. And then it just cuts to like the, the, the guy from Tokyo and he just goes, it doesn't look good, Jim. Like, <laughs> obviously, right. like, a giant monster's headed to you. What do you think? <laughs> uh, we're not so psyched about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is not raining. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really funny, like, stuff in the English dub of this. But, um, I, I really genuinely like this movie. It's one of my favorite ones because it is so goofy and stupid. Like, it, th- th- to me, this is the first one where it's like, Godzilla is kind of getting into its stride oh, of yes, like yeah, this absolutely. is pretty derpy dumb, and there's there's like like King Kong gets drunk on berry juice after yeah, after like wrestling a giant, giant octopus. octopus oh, oh, that was that so part's amazing. fantastic. Yeah, you know they used four octopuses to shoot that sequence, and they let three of them go, but then one of them, the director, was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna eat that for dinner," <laughs> and actually did. Like, That's he's great. like keep that one prepared. Did, for, did he do it old boy style? <laughs> one can only hope, though. It looked quite large. Yeah. But the lesson from that movie is, if you want to have a horrifying looking monster, just get an octopus. Yeah. You, oh my god. I, I haven't seen one close up in a long time that thing is fucking terrifying when it was like breathing and oh, like these yeah. orifices would just open up and <laughs> it was like <laughs> suckers are like and it's yeah. all oh, God, oh, it's man. also that scene features one of my like first childhood boners um <laughs> there's like these this uh, native woman that's it's actually really offensive sure it's like all the skull island people are just uh, oh yeah, Asians and brown face, it's straight up blackface, yeah. like yeah. Japanese people. It's and, pretty terrible. But there's one featured woman who has to go and get her uh-huh. her her save her son or daughter. Yeah, I can't, it's kind of her child. It's her child from the place where all the red berry juice is. Which, by the way, in the American version, they make a note of saying is non-narcotic and non-habit forming. Yeah, <laughs> because they have to throw that in there because right. you don't want people like thinking like King Kong did it. I'm going to do drugs or whatever. Well, right. Cause the guy has a whole jar full of them. Yeah. The, the reporter guy, that yeah, he, his he berries tells about him. Yeah. yeah. I wake up joking that he was hitting them like right afterwards. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> non-habit forming goal. 
Oh man, those things look like they'd be tough to eat. They're like they're, they're like huge. yeah, they're big. big. They're like bigger than ping pong balls. When yeah. I was a kid, they always remind me of those uh, wheels of cheese with the red wax on them. Oh totally. Yeah, I, I I always got the the feeling though that they would have like the consistency of like just like a like a small paintball. Like as soon as you breach that sack, just, it would just oh, like, it'd be juice like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nasty movie <laughs> <laughs> well there's a lot of there's like there's a lot of comedy like written into the movie like it's not just right. like the cheesiness of sure. the fights and stuff like there's a there's a great character named taco who's oh, yeah. like this producer for the, the tv oh, studio is that, that's the japanese guy that wants to get king kong he's the kind of groucho yeah, marxy looking he's guy really goofy yeah he's like he's uh he's he, i forget if he works for the, the tv studio or the pharmaceutical <laughs> studio right. that is like, i think both because the whole thing is like he's trying to get kong right. they're trying to bring kong to japan so that he can be A the mascot, mascot for a <laughs> pharmaceutical company right which is the Makes dumbest fucking sense. idea well yeah because his idea is like godzilla's attacking tokyo so he's like i got a crazy idea let's go bring another monster to tokyo it's well i mean silly. it's silly but it's it i think literally is the best reason for two monsters to fight or the best setup for two monsters to fight later on in the movie because they literally like once King Kong goes on a rampage, like they fight and the uh, Godzilla uses the fire breath on him and like kind of freaks him out and he just retreats. Sure. And then they, they're just both going on their rampages and they, they're like, well, we need to get Kong back to Godzilla again. And so they, they drug him with berry juice and like lull him to sleep again. And they kind of like, cause they recorded that song that they used in the first time. Yeah. And, um, then they, string him up with balloons and just fly him to Godzilla and drop him. <laughs> it's like the best setup for a fight yeah, ever. Right. Yeah, Cause they're heading like Godzilla's on top of a volcano. He's, yeah, he's on Mount Fuji. And, uh, they, they, I just love that every other movie is like Godzilla. One of the monsters has a sense of purpose. Right. And is like, I need to go and seek this other thing out and hash this out. And this one is just literally the humans just dropping one of them on top of the other <laughs> and just being like, okay, Hopefully they're just both gonna kill each other. Like oh, yeah. there's literally a line from the movie of just like at the end. Hopefully they're both dead. <laughs> Josh, you were also cracking me up because I think very close to their fight and very conveniently is this huge like feudal Japanese castle. pagoda. Yeah. Pagoda, yeah. yeah, which appears in like every other movie. There's always this giant pagoda that gets destroyed. And yeah. uh, I think they like attack it almost together, like trying to get at each other. Uh, the, yeah, the yeah, climax like, of the movie is either uh, one of them on one side, of, they're, they're trying to get to each other, and there's this pesky pagoda in the middle of them. <laughs> and instead of just walking around it, they just tear it down yeah. and then jump into the ocean immediately afterwards. And that's the end of the movie. I just picture like when people like pretend to slap fight, and they're just like, eh, eh, <laughs> or there's like, <laughs> there's other buildings in the way, so they're just like digging through it. Right. <laughs> So there's actually one thing that we uh, we all kind of had a good laugh about, and it was a kind of a recurring joke in it. And this guy's always talking about how his corns hurt in the movie, right? Like, I it's like he's that. always yeah, bitching yeah, yeah. about like how monsters make my corns hurt, and like <laughs> it becomes this thing where like every time he's being a puss, he's like, "Well, why don't you go talk to your corns?" Yeah, that was weird. It's a very strange malady to pick up on, like why you wouldn't like pick like something that's like right. plausible, Wasn't like, like hives or did, something. Didn't he like sense weather through his corns? Like yeah. he was like, "Oh, it was, it's gonna rain, my corns." Everything are bad yeah. that was, he suspected <laughs> was gonna happen like was yeah. related to his corns. Yeah, <laughs> it's just an odd little. Oh, my corns are hurting. The King Kong's getting drunk again. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's it. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. So obviously the movie itself sort of declares King Kong the victor. 
But mm-hmm. I want to know, like, quick poll of the room, you know, and maybe not just in combat, but just in terms of pop culture. Like, you have Godzilla and you have King Kong. They're both pretty big. Which one's better? Oh, well, Godzilla. Uh, yeah. yeah. Obviously, your vote's I, Godzilla. I would pick Richard. Godzilla. Godzilla. Guys, I pick Godzilla, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of unfair. He has, like, a billion more movies than King Kong ever had. Sure. But, uh, yeah, Godzilla's pretty awesome. There's just more to draw from. I mean, what, am I going to watch the Peter Jackson King Kong movie? Oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> Although, it's better than the Godzilla, the American Godzilla, for sure. <sighs> like, uh, I don't know about that. Well, the, the hey, one that, thing, that Peter the Jackson one, King Kong's bad, but The it's one not way as bad that it's that. irrefutably superior, the Godzilla movie, the, the 1998 Godzilla movie, is irrefutably superior to King, the Peter Jackson's King Kong, <laughs> is that it's an hour shorter. <laughs> that is an excellent, and excellent point. The 1998 King Kong, or sorry, the 1998 Godzilla movie is still like over two hours long, but it is still much, much shorter. I should somehow, I should take the new, like the American Godzilla movie and then edit in that like sailor and like Billy Elliot kid from King Kong <laughs> that are in like half that movie there's a subplot about a kid who like doesn't want to be a pirate or whatever it's been a while it's man. one of the worst parts God, of that King movie Kong. is so it's terrible a mess it's just a mess <laughs> it was it's essentially it's three movies smushed together and none of them done right yeah definitely yeah anyway we digress nah it's fine see for that alone godzilla wins <laughs> yeah just well, hands down what's the like the only good king kong movie really is the first one yeah because they, cause they made the jeff bridges one yeah, yeah, and that I've, one's pretty bad. I've, I've heard it's bad. I've not actually watched all of yeah. it. And then they made the one where they have to do heart sur- open heart surgery on a female King Kong, and like right. the King Kong lives after that. And that one's not good. I, Arguably, I, the second best King Kong movie is King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, no, like straight I, up. I mean, I don't even think it's up for debate. Yeah, like it's it the, might be it's the second two. best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's just crazy. It's referenced in pop culture. I mean, every time that there's like two things fighting in movies now, like when Freddy versus Jason came oh, out, yeah. everybody yeah. was saying like, not since King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, it's just in the cultural lexicon of like when two awesome things get sure. together and are awesome. I actually find it straight up baffling that there's not more of those kind of movies where you like versus movies. There should be so many of those movies. Like they would all be amazing. It's because studios are jerks and they can't play nice. It's just crazy. It's crazy that I'm actually surprised that um, Freddy versus Jason ever actually did happen. And they were both at like in the same company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they teased it in like the nineties with the, uh, Jason, Jason goes to hell. Goes to hell. Yeah. Yeah. And then like 10 years, it took him 10 years to get around to doing it's it. It's crazy. Like, you know, I, I always remember like people were always on the thing of Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Right. Like that was like always like a thing that, <laughs> that might happen. It's like, oh my God. That would be pretty crazy. <laughs> but thank you makers of King Kong versus Godzilla for doing it right way back in the day. Because that was, that was a good time. As confused as that production was, <laughs> it came out so magical. Absolutely. King uh, Kong with his lightning powers and whatnot. King Kong tries to jam a tree down Godzilla's throat. <laughs> well, that's like a meme now, right? It's yeah, like, eat your vegetables. vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> eat your vegetables. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, there's some pretty good stuff. Um, I like, uh, I mean, in the in the, in the the end Godzilla versus King Kong fight, Godzilla just absolutely whoops Kong's ass until the lightning storm happens. Right. And I find it to be quite hilarious that after King Kong's down, Godzilla doesn't just walk away. He buries him and then starts slamming his tail into his face for like two straight minutes. <laughs> just sitting there like laughing. Almost. Yeah. Oh, man. And also, this is the best. of all the Godzilla 
variations, which is essentially, I mean, every once in a while they'll reuse a suit, but it's almost every every movie they have sure. a new Godzilla look. This is probably my favorite. I don't know why. I it's just that. it's just it's it's the most like dead eyed lizard, right. and I think it looks good. Well, it's before know. he started looking very kind of cartoony, yeah, and, like emotional looking. Like, and he has really big claws yeah. in this one. His claws are huge. He's straight one. up like lizard looking still, but like menacing. And yeah, yeah, that's one thing this movie does. Um, it talks like in in the U.S. narration, they talk about how Godzilla's brain is the size of a marble, which is not likely, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. But and then uh, Kong's brain is like ten times the size of like a, this primate skull that sure. he shows, and they talk about the difference. Where like um, Kong is the thinking monster, the thinking like you know beast, whereas Godzilla is just kind of a force of nature that just ambles about on, <clears throat> without purpose and is just like a instinctual monster. Yeah. And in the last fight, they kind of show that a little bit because like. Kong goes and hides behind a rock. Right. And Godzilla just goes, all right, and that's over. And, like, that's how he's a genius compared to Godzilla because, like, he knows how to, like, right. just chill just out for hide. a minute behind a rock. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a great movie. It's got some fantastic fights in it, and I love it. And Everything's awesome. great at the end. Godzilla should have won. That's my only note. I, I really honestly Fuck call King it a Kong. draw because, I mean, Godzilla <laughs> nah. just goes to Godzilla should have ripped King Kong's head off. That would have been the other movie. Awesome. <laughs> and, then God, and then King Kong's head should have winked at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why I love Freddy vs. Jason so much because I was rooting for Jason so hard and they pretty definitively have Jason win. Like, I know Freddy winks and stuff, but Jason's walking out with his severed head. So you're like, a Jason a, person a too? Absolutely. Most people like Freddy. I like Jason. Fuck Freddy. Jason all the Way. Like, okay, uh, right I'm gonna have to go with Freddy on that one. Oh, no. Freddy's the winner of Get having out. the best quality film of the two for sure. Because the first Nightmare on Elm Street is a really great movie, sure. But Jake, come on, man, I just <laughs> love the idea of the unstoppable juggernaut yeah. killing machine. The, but, see, but, and, and, I, and I like the ironic punishments and the, sure. the wackiness. Ooh. I mean, I can't argue against that. I just enjoy Jason. Freddy has the high sighs, but he has the lowest lows because his bad movies are real fucking yeah. bad. <laughs> I've never, anyway. I've only seen like a couple of them. <laughs> but we digress. Yeah. <laughs> we keep doing that. Because we have so many more Godzilla movies to talk about. Strap. You thought you had a respite, dear listener, but oh no, here comes some more. Because the next movie we watched was Godzilla versus Mothra. <laughs> Or as you mentioned earlier, Godzilla versus the Thing. I don't understand, but okay. All right, movie sure. studios. Just dumb it down for me. Yeah. So is this Toho's, this is their first one where it's like, okay, we made this other movie with another monster and now let's mash them up. This ours. is the first time Godzilla fought another monster from another yeah. property. Because Mothra had come out prior to this film. Yeah, yeah so. Mothra had its own movie. And maybe Rodan too. I think at this point, yeah, because between... Um, it was between Godzilla Raids Again and King Kong versus Godzilla. It's almost like 10 years, I think. Wow. Where they made uh, Mothra, they made uh, Radon, Radon, which is what they call it, but we call it Rodan. <laughs> Wait, yeah, because Radon's like a gas, right? Well, yeah. it's because of Pteranodon. Oh, uh, okay. So oh, kinda, I see. Yeah, I see. Um, but we just call him Rodan. It just got, got switched it. in the overseas. But uh, Was like Amanda in there? or uh, What? Was Manda in there? Oh, that's an Atragon. And I believe Atragon... Oh, that's the one that um, Sarazawa has the eye patch in again. He's oh, in that really? Yeah, so it wasn't uh, okay. Mysterions. But yeah, they had Mysterions, Atragon, um, Rodan, uh, Mothra, and then I'm trying to think of Varen. Varen the Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah but, so can one of you guys do me a favor? Because I'm kind of confused about Mothra. 
Can you please explain to me? Like, I know there are these two twin girls mm-hmm. that speak in unison. The little pixies. And they're like they have a Mothra's name. children or something. Yeah. Like, I don't. Now we're talking about it. Like the Peanuts? Yeah. Oh, no. Those are the, these oh. two musical people that played him in one of the movies. Oh, okay. oh right, right. But they have, they're, they're, they have like a fairy-ish name like, of what they're commonly referred sure. to. But anyway. But yeah, what like I still don't quite understand Mothra's like origin. So it's like a it's like a fantastical mythical beast from an island. Well, just it's, like, it's kind of like the spirit of the earth a little bit. Okay. It becomes that, but um, just like Godzilla, like it's kind of just revised as time goes along, and it becomes more and more so that Mothra is kind of the spirit of the earth. Okay. And uh, but in the beginning, it's been I've only I've watched Mothra, but it's been. Over a decade. Sure. It's been a long time. I've seen it too, but it's, yeah, it's maybe I'm, even like 20 years. I'm pretty me. sure. I mean, there's always like Mothra comes from some other place and like on Earth, like some remote island. And I think, I think the, 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 the main story of Mothra is Mothra's egg gets taken. Right. And then Mothra shows up and says like, give me that back. Oh, I mean, you know what? That might be, that, I that's think that's actually movie. this, this, yeah. this, this, this movie, her, her egg washes up on shore and this guy wants to build a theme park around it. Right. Jo- just, John Hammond wants to yeah. sell tickets to Mothra's egg. Yeah. I can't remember why, because Mothra's I'm, always portrayed as good. A, it's been a long time. I'm going to take a wild guess and say the first movie is like factory people like doing shit to the earth and Mothra comes yes. to fuck them up. It is, like that would make sense to me. It, I know that the, the drive of it is stop fucking with the yeah. earth. It's but like a yeah. She's I know mother the, the pattern is larva shows up, larva spins the web on Tokyo Tower. Mothra comes out. Got it. Mothra does things. End of movie. Um, I can't remember anything beyond sure, that. Sure, sure. But in this movie, yeah, Mothra's already existing. Has eggs. Egg washes up on shore because of a storm, like a storm unearths it. Yeah, it just gets into the water and washes up on shore. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, they decided to build a theme park around it. <laughs> and then Godzilla's just in the mix. Like, he, like most of these movies seem to be Godzilla's just fucking up Tokyo. And yeah. then some other third-party monster comes, and then now they he, they kind of have to fight Godzilla. Yeah, it's this is actually one of the weirder Godzilla-like entrances, because he comes out of the ground. Like, right out of, like, mm, mud, right? It's just, just dirt. Yeah. Like, he's just suddenly, the ground starts shaking. People were like, wait, what's going on? And then just Godzilla's there. <laughs> well, and before you know it, he's smashing pagodas. <laughs> well, he, he's, he, he, fell in, he fell into the water in King Kong. Right. And this section of where he comes out of the dirt was, oh, was right. dammed up and drained. Right. Because they're keeping the canon of each movie. Because yeah. even in, we didn't really mention it, but in King Kong vs. Godzilla, he like comes out of the ice. It's, it's flimsy, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. he gets buried in ice and he comes like out of an sub iceberg. Finds we didn't even like, talk about the submarine and like all those people. Out. Just yeah. ridiculous. It's they, they, they drive straight into a su- right. an iceberg. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, boy! Yeah, and wake Godzilla up. Yeah. But, but yeah, but in Mothra, they, they built some kind of levee and they have the whole area drained of seawater because you see all these boats stuck in the mud. Right. And, you know, and I, that's I, where Godzilla comes out of. I thought that there was some sort of like uh, hurricane or something that had happened, and like that's that's how that's how Mothra's that, egg got on Earth. But it was also part it of could, like, that could be yeah. that too. It could be like yeah. all of the because in the beginning there's like photographers taking pictures of all this damage. Mm. I, there's I, it could be a combination yeah. of the we two. Yeah, better make sure we got it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is super <laughs> important. Is paramount importance that we get. We don't want to talk about right. Godzilla fighting Mothra or anything. <laughs> and, and they and they were well because they were developing the land, and they was like, oh, we need to check for radiation. And the guys all, no, no, you can't do that. And that's when Godzilla comes out. Right. So anyway, Godzilla comes out and. Uh, these these two evil people, one of them an underling and one of them this owner of the, the company that's building the theme park, have basically 
are holding Mothra captive, the two twins come and say, hey, we kind of need you to let that go or else Mothra is going to be pretty pissed. Yeah. And they're like, fuck off. Like, they try to catch him. Money. Yeah, well, they, they do catch him, don't they? No, they try to. They make their escape. and the, Oh, yeah, they're kind of magical. Yeah, and then like the three the three main characters, the two men and the woman, they, they meet them out in the woods and yeah. put them in a box and carry them around. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they, after Godzilla shows up, they're basically like, hey, can you maybe talk to Mothra and get her to fight Godzilla for us? Because that'd be great. And they're like, well, give us the egg. And he's, they're like, well, we, we can't. And they kind of work out a deal after Godzilla like smashes a bunch of stuff. They just go... All right, we'll get. We'll talk to Mothra. <laughs> right. I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> and uh, so they, they Mothra comes and fights Godzilla a little bit, but gets his ass, ass kicked because mm-hmm. it's Godzilla versus Mothra. Yeah, I mean, what do you? It's just the is old, this the one where the does the egg hatch and it's the two, it's the two yeah, like twins. babies. It's yeah. a surprise where there's like it's two. Like, oh shit! Yeah. yeah, and I remember they're just like jizzing all over Godzilla. <laughs> That's the end of it. Yeah, they <laughs> just they're just like and taking just like silk, just yeah, flying it's just, out. just flying out, double teaming Godzilla yeah. with just jizz. Toho must have spent a lifetime supply of silly string that they used uh, in like yeah. all these a, movies. A lot of the shots where he's covered like head to mm. toe and like that webbing stuff was the previous. Like well, this is what they do. It's the previous movies Godzilla costume. Oh, like when they're doing the stuff where they're really jizzing. Jacking it up, it's they're like, like yeah, whatever. We'll yeah, use the old yeah. one. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, the, my favorite Godzilla costume is the one that's getting jacked. Oh no! Up there. no. Uh, but yeah, oh I that's mean, right, because his face like totally changes. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, it's a different. Yeah, everyone. If you're watching, sometimes it'll just flip from one shot to the next, and you're uh, and you're just like, oh, hey, that was a different Godzilla. By the way, speaking of Godzilla's face. This is the first movie where something crazy happens where when they're shooting, like the military is like shooting guns at him and stuff. Like yep. his face catches on fire. Yeah. Right. And that was like pretty awesome. <laughs> now, was that intended or was that something that just I happened? I do not believe so. And it was like, oh shit. Like I'm they just sh- got lucky and got Yeah, this they crazy shot it for shot. like five seconds probably and then had somebody run in with a fire extinguisher and blast Godzilla <laughs> in the face, I'm sure. That must have been their mantra in each one. Like when they're like, oh my God, what if something bad happens? They're like, well, Keep at least we'll have it on camera. You yeah. know? At least we can use it. How long do you think he can survive with his face on fire? Oh man. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, now go put him out. Like, <laughs> and is it the same guy always playing Godzilla? Up through... Um, the, okay, so all the movies that we watched here, the Heisei era, same guy. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And then um, he's like the Kane Hodder of Japan or something like the Andy Circus. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. There's actually a documentary I've, I've I have that I could show you if you're ever interested. Um, where the three people who have played Godzilla so far get together uh-huh. and talk about like their different. Let's stuff. put it on the list. <laughs> here. We don't have enough movies to watch. Let's keep it going. P- please tell me it's, it's called I Godzilla. Like, <laughs> it's like 20 minutes. So oh okay. Yeah, um, check it out. But yeah, and uh, just I don't know, while we're on the topic, uh, later on the guy who plays Gigan and Hedora mm-hmm. and. Um, well, those those two in like the last few movies, he is the guy who takes over playing Godzilla for oh, wow, the okay. Heise, for the Heisei era. Got it. And yeah, then they change over to a new guy. That must have been a crazy job, just like because I have to imagine it's like sweltering in that oh, fucking yeah. costume. Still my dream job. Yeah, and people are shooting missiles at you and stuff. Like they almost drown. Like almost. Like at least once a movie. Wow. Because like, when they're in those big tanks, yeah, it's not like you can just walk around. It, it's like <laughs> I'm you sure have... you sink right to the bottom of yeah. that thing. Well, I mean, it doesn't go all the way up. Okay. 
but they you still have the like when you're walking in water and you're not in a giant rubber costume you're still like feeling drag yeah but then when you're not very maneuverable and like you Jeez. fall over you're basically just waiting for somebody to come pick you up <laughs> wow so yeah. like you just have water like you can't breathe you're trying to get up and you're just waiting for somebody to run over to you That's and incredible. pick you and grab you so yeah it's super scary but you're right i would totally do it too because you get to knock all those fucking buildings down oh, like, yeah. that's like oh, better than payday yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's what a great job <laughs> it's incredible um yeah i'm trying to think of what so this is this is definitely the point of the marathon where i get a little hazy and the okay. movies kind of start to bleed over i'll, I'll step up a little bit okay, I, I've, okay. I've got i've got at least one thing to talk about that this movie did you see a little bit of this in the first movie, but um, you don't really see a lot, and it, generally speaking, in the Godzilla movies. You don't see a lot of people dying as a result of Godzilla. Right. But in this one, the bad guys are in a building, and they're yeah. like having a fight, and then That's Godzilla right. crushes the building, and like, well, you but, see them die. But one of them shoots the other first. Yeah, they're having an argument over money because the, the big... full of money. Yeah. Right, because they keep their stacks just in a cabinet, like, unlocked. So I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's literally just stacks of money that I was like, well, you yeah. You do that with your money, John? <laughs> no. And it's no, all yen, so you know you need, like, way more than you normally would. <laughs> right. That's, I'm sure it was, like, a buck fifty. You're, you're totally right. Like, it was no big deal. <laughs> I was just like, look at those stacks. But yeah, so that's something that happened in that movie that I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know. I do like that they did the, the Mothra fight realistically. Sure. Because it was Mothra kind of blows him a little bit, like just blows wind at him, and he's like, cut right. it out and just blast it well, with fire breath. Mothra and, and Rodan kind of have that power of like, yeah. they just sort of blow their uh, wings and then just like hurricanes They are fall happening. back on that a lot. Titanosaurus does it too. Yeah. It's kind of a dumb power. <laughs> oh, it's it's purely defensive, and it's really all they got. <laughs> right? <laughs> doesn't does Mothra later like doesn't she shoot some sort of power or something out of her? Or maybe I'm thinking of video game. Yeah, that, you might be like, thinking. Well, there's like a, there's like a fairy dust thing that comes okay. off of it that has right. some sort of effect. It kind of changes. Got it. But yeah, it's like this pollen that comes mm-hmm. off of it. But I mean, there's not a lot of talk. This movie, I yeah. remember. I mean, it's a it's an okay. It's a, it's a is what it is. It's good for the earlier movies, but it's yeah. not like a. I don't. I. It doesn't stand out to me. Not the best. Much. Not the worst. There, a lot of these are just kind of like, yep, that happened. It was alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think. Like, yeah, the, the the at the end, the two like Godzilla falls into the ocean. He's all webbed up, and then the two uh, larvae just like pack it up, go and then go back to whatever mm-hmm. they're calling their island. Because sometimes it's like. Mothra Island. Sometimes it's Infant Island. Sometimes it's Monster Island. Like I wonder if that's just a translation thing. Like yeah. they just make up different shit every movie. Or... <sighs> Who knows? Who Toho knows? has well, always played fast and loose with their stuff. No, it's an island. Mothra's there. <laughs> it, it, it end of the movie. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so yeah, I guess that'll do it for Godzilla vs Mothra. Uh, if you ever have any further questions about it, you can email us at cinemarathon at gmail.com. We'll, we'll go into further detail there. Uh, the next film that we watched was Ghidra, the Three-Headed Monster. This Which is a sweet ass one. This was my yeah. fa- this is one of my favorites when I was a kid because was awesome. it, it had four monsters. Yeah. And it was and it wasn't like two versus two, it was three versus one. So yeah. it was Well, I awesome. like how much they hype up Ghidra as like the ultimate fucking like villain monster. Yeah. He's he's definitely like over the years, he's definitely secured a spot as Godzilla's primary like yeah. 
bad guy. For He's sure. always the big bad yeah, guy. Yeah, and when you see the toys, there's always like a Godzilla toy, and there's always like a Ghidra three-headed monster toy. Yeah. Or yeah. sometimes he's called Ghidorah. Like, they change yeah, it. It's yeah. Ghidra, Ghidorah. I don't sometimes know. It's, it goes right. straight from the D to an R, and sometimes they put an yeah. O in the middle there. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, I, mm. I guess. It's kind I mean, of the same thing. It's Toho. They just like to change things. <laughs> but this, this, this movie had a really thick human plot. Yeah, because well, this involves the aliens, right? Uh, no, no, this one, this is the oh, Himalayans. Sh- oh my God, I'm so sorry. The Himalayan Oh, you know what it is? Because the, the next G- movie is almost right, the same right. thing. Because yeah. Ghidra is from like Planet X or whatever, well, or, like yeah. a, another yeah. world that does have aliens, but that part of the plot doesn't really this work. This movie is about the Martians. Right. Yes. The Martians that take over the princess's body and they right. from the assassination attempt. Right, because she gets sort of... Mar- oh, so there are kind of aliens in it. Yeah. Well, there are aliens in right. it, but they, they, they're but, not but like... It's not like... They're, it's, they're not like the, it's not like the next movie. Right, sure, sure. But right, this this princess gets kind of mind-jacked. Yeah, she, she jumps out of a plane and then instantly <laughs> the plane just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 24 or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so That's out of nowhere. Pretty incredible. <laughs> It definitely well, grabbed our attention. These people were trying to kill her throughout the whole movie through hell or high water. Because, <laughs> like, I, I remember, I, I distinctly remember at the end uh, when I was a kid watching this, and like, there's four kaiju just like beating the shit out of each other and like stomping around and causing all sorts of ruckus. And like, below them, there's a valley where like this guy is a, has a sniper rifle and he's trying to he's still trying to kill this princess right, yeah. while like rock slides are happening around him and he's just like I gotta kill the princess like <laughs> I don't get paid yeah. <laughs> hey man they're serious about their job so I don't know so why were they trying to kill her were they hired by it, um, Martians they were, it's somebody who wanted to take over her nation it was like a made up nation right oh right because it had nothing to do with her being mind jacked it was yeah. like mm. she was just the original hit yeah, she disappeared the and then she showed up and she said that she right. was somebody else because she didn't even know who she was because like sure. she was being controlled by Martians. But her whole thing was like she was she was kind of screaming to the heavens like, oh, watch out, like you're all going to die. Ghidra's yeah, coming. Ghidra's yeah. coming. Yeah. yeah. And then no one believed her, but because she was sort of a prominent figure, they like sort these, of listened yeah. to these her. These people but... that were in charge of trying to find her after she disappeared right. saw her in the news and like as like this weird lady just talking about monsters and we're like, that's right. pretty sure that's a princess. I, I can assume one of the assassins said this, but I, I don't remember the exact context, but I wrote down a funny line where someone said, say hello to the knife I killed your father with. Uh, that definitely sounds like something an assassin would say. Yeah, uh, that that was a good line. I remember. Yeah, I think it was like someone trying to kill her. I do remember that scene. Yeah. yeah, that that cracked me up. Yeah. Um. This is the first movie where the god where the, the they start attributing um like characteristics to the monsters. Right. Like there's like there's like monster dialogue and monsters like <laughs> actually like have emotions. It's not just like... Well, they don't speak just yet. Well, yeah. That but, comes a little later. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the Mothra twins are in this because Mothra's in it. Right. But um, so, somehow there's only one larva now because apparently the, one of them died. No. I think they mentioned like... Well, because the, the, the Mothra, the, the the little pixie twins are on TV. They have like a TV show. Oh, right. right. There, there's like a right. Where Are They Now TV sure. show and they just got the Mothra twins. <laughs> So wait, so let me make sure I got it straight. What's the team up? It's like Ghidra versus Godzilla. Rodan. Rodan. And one of the Mothra. One Lord of the Mothras. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so this is Rodan's first appearance in this series. Obviously he had his own movie, but this is his first time in and Godzilla. And actually, they, I didn't realize it until just now. It just clicked with me. They they are. They, it's in keeping with where Rodan was. Oh, okay. Because in his movie, there's actually two of them. 
They they both break. Oh, they, I don't, they're I both totally don't remember that. Yeah, oh, there's wow. two road. There's two giant pterodactyls. Oh, awesome! And then at the end, they both fly into a volcano and apparently die. But then now one of them is alive and it breaks out of the yeah, side of a mountain. Yeah, right. So fuck that volcano. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but the funny thing is, um, they like Mothra. The, the Mothra twins talk to Mothra and they're like, "Hey, this thing called Ghidra's coming. You gotta." convince these other monsters to help you take it out and the whole like once rodan and godzilla are out like they're just fighting mm. and uh, this godzilla just comes out of the water in this one right like i don't think he has any special i think he does that yeah. in a lot of them i think just kind of comes stopped. out of the water they've yeah. stopped now of like yeah. they're trying to he, he doesn't have, have to die he's just out there yeah, yeah. Just, godzilla just pops up yeah so um they're, they he, Mothra can't get them to play play nice, and they're just beating the shit out of each other. And like every time one of them like does something that like gets like gets the other one good, like there's like monster laughing, right? Or they're like <laughs> they're just like ch- like like having jokes at each other's expense, yeah. like and that's kind of interesting. But Is then, this the one where Godzilla does his like dance? That's the next one. That's yeah. the next one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to get ahead of yourself there, John. I don't know how I got them confused yeah, or crossed up. Different like, movies. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So Mothra goes off and tries to fight Ghidra on her on his on her own and gets the shit kicked out of yeah. her. And I and I guess like some sort of like big brother instinct kicks in with the other two because then they join the fight and then they have a big rumble and it's mm. fun. It's great. There's actually I forgot about it. There's a part where uh, the Mothra larvae gets on Rodan's back and then like flies around shooting right. web. Yeah. <laughs> like sitting on top He's of got, Rodan. Rodan is like a mount. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> Fabulous. Just Ghidra is so cool. Like the heads just flail around, just shooting mayhem wherever they, whenever they get a chance to shoot. It's now not that, a strategic. It's just like a big blast area. Was, yeah. Now was Ghidra always a like puppet? I mean, there was, was there ever like a guy in there, or well, they just no, sort of like. A, I think there's a guy in okay. there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but not the heads. Obviously, those are just kind of yeah like floating I, around. I kind of always assumed that there was arms in two of the heads, uh, but that's okay. impossible yeah. because yeah. They, they, there's no bones in those. <laughs> They're just yeah. flipping they around. Have tentacle arms or something. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's. I think someone made the comparison of uh, of those uh, used car inflatable floppy kind of guys, and <laughs> wacky inflatable arm waving tube man. Right. Yeah, yeah, and and I actually almost kind of wonder if that's some something similar. If it was just like these tubes in there that were just kind of being like inflated and sure. inflated just to get the heads to flop around and. Because they weren't, they never really were focused on one thing. Like they never like agreed. <laughs> right. Like they were all like, "Oh, hey, let's all look over in one direction." At the same yeah, they kind of just mindlessly flopped around. Yeah. I also okay. liked um, mm. the sort of like lightning that they would draw, like mm-hmm. it's shooting like lightning breath as opposed to Godzilla's fire breath. Right. I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a good weapon. So. Oh, also, uh, there's a lot of great footage in this movie of like buildings getting hit yes. and monsters fighting yeah. each other that you see. I, yeah, I hope you enjoy times. it. Yeah, because <laughs> we see it no less than twenty thousand times in all. Like, it, I think this movie has some of the footage that's reused the most because it's a lot. It's in the next one a lot, and then it periodically for the next they, twenty years. Well, keeps no, showing I don't up. think. Is it in the next one a lot? Yeah, you know, that would yeah. make sense. Oh, yeah. But the, it's definitely in Godzilla vs. Gigan a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot of footage from this yeah. is in that. Um, that happened a lot throughout the whole marathon. Because I, I never really knew. Like, you watch a Godzilla movie just on its own. You don't really pick yeah. up on it. But you've been watching it all day. You see the same fucking buildings yeah. exploding. Yeah, these it, buildings with, like, so clear, like, Toshiba signs yeah. and stuff. The same same shots. Oh, yeah. So they, they use the shots from this in the next movie. Mm-hmm. 
and Godzilla versus Gigan and Godzilla versus Megalon because yep. they gave Megalon and the same Godzilla's Revenge, right? Uh, no, that or doesn't draw from these. Okay. Uh, but even though it uses everything, yeah, they else. cleverly gave Megalon <laughs> the same electrical effect that came out of his head yeah, thing, right. so that they could use all the Ghidra stuff when he's flying around. <laughs> To me, the reason this movie always stands out is because it's sort of the first one with the big, like, shitload of monsters, yeah. like, all fighting each other. Like, the stakes are raised beyond just, just Godzilla or Godzilla and one other thing. Uh, and then, it, you know, many movies kind of extrapolate on that, but this is kind of the first one. Like, oh, shit. It's, there's a lot going on. This one makes, it makes me laugh that the next one they go to, they, they go to the same monsters, only just minus one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you'd think that they'd ramp Talk it up. Talk about going back to the well. Like, we yeah. literally just drank out of the well, and it's like, here's some more. Hope you enjoy. Oh, but I think the next one's better. Really? Oh, I yeah. like the next one. The, the aliens, dude? Yeah. Well, oh, so, my God. So the next one it has multiple titles, but the one I have written down is Invasion of the Astro Monster. Uh, it's also known as Monster Zero. Yeah. Monster Zero. Yeah. Because on their planet, the, oh God, before you can get into it, there's these aliens. You just gotta Google Invasion of the Astro Monster aliens, listener, if you haven't seen yeah. them, because they're great. I wish I had this outfit. It's amazing. <laughs> Because they have like a Jordy LaForge visor, yeah, yeah, and an antenna like coming out of their head and sides, like and it's right. like it's all like it's like they, they had to make sure that they clear the corners whenever they walked around. Yes. So my apologies. In the previous movie, I had remembered that these guys were in that movie, but they're actually in this movie. Yeah, and they're from Planet X or Planet Zero. Planet this one has the human characters. Um, now there's a a guy who's just a honky. He's just he's speaking English. Right, and, that's right. This is our first like full on yeah. white guy. And it's like there's a there's a joint effort between uh, America and Japan to go into space yeah. and do exploration. And then like their spaceship, they land on this planet, and this new planet that just popped up. That's like between. It's like around Jupiter. Yeah, it's around it's, Jupiter. They, yeah, than Jupiter. They say it's but, been hiding behind Jupiter this yeah, whole time. Yeah. So they go and explore it, it, and like there's aliens there, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, we got this thing. It's called Monster Zero. We number everything on our planet, and we number that one first, I guess." <laughs> also, we speak English. For yeah, some we reason. speak English. Don't worry. Or Japanese, about it. depending on which one you're watching. And uh, <laughs> so they, it's Ghidra, and the the whole thing is, we want to borrow your monsters so that we can fight them off and like send them somewhere else right but in the most suspicious like we're obviously fucking you over yeah. no like definitely imaginable. like the is this or did we cut the feed good <laughs> <laughs> the v miniseries kind of like olive branch you know it's like oh, right we're, we're we're here to help yeah and they're we like, like we can give you like health stuff beyond health technology beyond <laughs> totally. what you have I think this one's really cool because it stands out as because both it's like uh, Godzilla and is it Rodan? Yes, or, yeah, that's Rodan. End up being kind of stranded on a foreign planet. Well, that's they, really awesome because Earth decides like okay for in, in exchange for this technology that you promised, yeah, you can yeah, come take dang. our monsters, yeah. <laughs> and they do, and they have like this really funny fight, which is what you were talking about earlier, where they drop them on the planet X, yeah, and they fight Ghidra, and it's like a three minute fight. <laughs> and, and like they just kick Ghidra's ass and Ghidra like flies away and they'll and it's really funny because Godzilla does that like iconic oh, everybody's yes, seen it yes crazy like it's essentially the, the safety dance. dance yeah yeah 
Yeah, he yeah he does yeah so he does this dance where he jumps up in the air and kind of like puts his hands alternating like whoop, yeah, whoop. hands and yeah, legs but it's real goofy yeah. and I, I don't know I guess because he's in zero g or something he's like yeah, able yeah. to just <laughs> leap like way high and uh, and and then it, it, it goes fabulous. right to they're all watching it on a monitor underground like the astronauts in the lead I think it's a key lock I'm I'm not sure the alien there's a zillion okay. I forget there's like a bunch of different aliens whatever um. But and then it's funny because he goes, ha ha, a happy moment. Like, <laughs> as we're watching Godzilla just do this crazy yeah. thing. By the way, I know it will never happen ever, but if in the Godzilla movie that's coming out this year, if he does that dance, I would be the happiest man alive. <laughs> it'll would. never happen. Ugh, but I would that, paint the walls yeah, of that I'd theater. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you guys want to go with me? <laughs> I'm going to sit behind Josh. <laughs> Because to me, like this, this starts the era of what I inherently think of as like Godzilla, Godzilla, mm-hmm. like him goofily, sort of like very, very humanized, a lot of give, a lot of looks and reactions and kind of gruffs and weird dances and just he's very like personable and and relatable in it, a way. It, he becomes pop culture oriented yeah. to a degree. It's like now finally, it's like okay, he's our hero. We're rooting for Godzilla against he's- the villain. He's still, yeah, yes, we're definitely rooting for him. He's not necessarily like an ally of humans yet, but sure. he's definitely like the lesser of the evils right. at this point. Yeah, he, he gets it. Like, oh, they brought me to another planet to fight these monsters. Okay, you know, but then, but he, he they even they like when they leave, uh, leave them on Planet X. You can see like. Godzilla and Rodan are kind of like, what? what, what but where are you guys like, going? <laughs> like, hey, what we we fuck, just man? we just did you a favor. Right. Um, <laughs> Although and, I can't really blame, you know, I mean, Godzilla did destroy Tokyo countless times. If they're like, we'll take this guy off your hands. Yeah, it's good for the economy, hey, yeah. John. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you need to level a city. <laughs> Yeah, all these construction companies are like, oh, shit. Yeah, the unions are like, no, bring those things back. (laughs) Oh, man. At a certain point, by the fifth or sixth time, wouldn't you just not bother, right? Like, if you live in Tokyo, first of all, you move, for sure. But even if you stay, like, why build it up, man? Like, it's just going to get yeah, destroyed. Yeah, man. It's just, you can't get rid of Godzilla. <laughs> like, it's actually interesting because, they, they I mean, the over 30 movies, they get some pretty interesting ideas on how to get rid of them. And one of my favorite ones is in one of the Millennium movies. They mm. make a black hole gun. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, fuck trying like to kill him. Let's just try him. Just, sh- like, shoot him into some other dimension. <laughs> like, anything that would work because you just can't yeah. kill him. Yeah. No getting rid of Godzilla. Unless you have an oxygen destroyer, which you don't. <laughs> yeah. But uh, also much like V, the, the, the obviously I, I, this came before V, but sure. the, the, the plot is to Well, not take, that V remade series, you know, yeah, that came after. But uh, <laughs> the, the, their plan is to take the water from Earth. Sure. Like, yeah, they have no water or they're running low. But they have tons of gold. Like they've gold as, everywhere. As right, is right. the case most of the time with aliens. I feel like yeah. I, 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 your thing, your minerals are of enough of no worth to us. Like I feel like having an abundance sure. of gold happens a lot in sci-fi. Well, I always saw, especially aliens looking to sort of harvest Earth for its resources. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was us, like whoever was writing that, or like kind of putting a mirror up to like yeah. what humans would probably fucking do if we found some planet with resources is like disregard all life on it and just reap everything that's in well, there. Oh, yeah. Well, James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Oh, right. Really? On the and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but God. I, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I see that as that's sort of our paranoia. Is like, oh, if aliens come, we can only assume that they're just going to completely fuck us over for our resources because that's yeah. what we'd probably do. Mm-hmm. So I, I always kind of like that about movies. Although in this movie, the aliens are sort of defeated. Unlike the signs aliens where water was their nemesis. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like an annoying sound. Oh, yeah. yeah there's yeah, a yeah, toy yeah. maker who just comes yeah. up with like this toy that's like, I made this toy that makes it a really annoying <laughs> noise. <laughs> and the only reason anybody knows anything about it is because like the aliens find out about it and go, oh, we'd like to buy that patent, please. And like <laughs> yeah. just, just to make sure that the humans don't have it anymore. Sure. And so I think if they never did that, nobody would have ever figured out like no. that. That's the thing that like stops them. They won't be able to defeat us for seventy five years when that patent arrives. <laughs> 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 yeah, like why would people need to like obey the patent if it was to destroy the aliens? Just well, like fuck them. Just <laughs> patent law is very strict. <laughs> So what they end up doing is they end up sending Ghidra and Rodan and Godzilla to Earth to just jack shit up. And they, they give them, like, a time frame of, like, you have, like, ten hours right. to, to, like, as a, collectively as yeah. a planet Earth and there's, it's like, give up. Godzilla and Rodan are being, like, mind-controlled? Yeah, yes, they have they're all being controlled by the... Just like Ghidra, because Ghidra right. the whole time was just being controlled. Right. Yeah, there's two simultaneous plans. There's the annoying sound to defeat the aliens, but also another device to disrupt the mind-control. So like the both the plans are working in conjunction with I each see. other, right? And the, what they end up doing because it's kind of Mars Attacksy where they find the that they they find out that like that noise that the toy maker made like that's what weakens the aliens. Right. Sure, sure. And so they broadcast it over the radios and like say like everybody of the world open your windows and turn your stereos <laughs> right, up. Right. And like that's but they don't how say they why. I remember that they don't give them like <laughs> we're gonna defeat the aliens with this. They just go yeah. turn your radios up and everyone's like okay. <laughs> I heard that, that shit. I like I wouldn't do that. Like, like, why am I doing? Fuck that? no. <laughs> I got Ghidra to worry about. Now you want me to play some stupid new song? Ugh. Um, there's another funny thing, or just an interesting, I like it thing, where the honky astronaut, who is in a couple Toho things, I don't think he shows up again in the stuff that we watch, but he's in other stuff. Um, he has a love interest with mm-hmm. this woman who is the person who bought the, the who, who's, I think, the person who bought the, uh, the, 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 the noisy toy thing. Okay. Um, but she's one of thousands of the the copies of the same person yeah. who's an alien because all the, the alien species females right look exactly right like this right 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 and the the american astronaut guy is like engaged to one of them or yes. something and, and he's like mortified when he when finds he's, on, he's in space and finds out that like he sees her and he's like what are you doing here yeah. and he sees another one and he's like oh my god <laughs> yeah. but then they vape they freaking vaporize one and of she them. helps yeah. well she helps him she gets back to he, he gets back to earth and she's like i'm so happy to see you and he's like can the sweet talk, sweet Get cheeks, the like fuck yeah, exactly. away from me, you monster. And she yeah. sacrifices herself yeah. to help him somehow. I forget. True but, love. Yeah. When they were escaping from the force, the, the the like the fortress of the aliens, before they figured out how to like kill him or weaken him, they did this cool thing that like I thought was kind of neat, where they took the only boat. And then they just set it off, and like the aliens just see the boat and go, "Oh, great! We're just gonna blow that boat up." And, they, and, they, and then they just swim to shore. Yeah, that was kind of but, like clever. But, but they had like the boat loaded up with like red paint, so when it blew up, it was just like <laughs> just like guts everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. And they, I think they even <laughs> say like, sell it. "Yeah, like it's, like it's a good thing we put that red paint." Or something. it's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> it was like District Nine, the kind of like the right, right, <laughs> just the splatter. 
I do like that whole aesthetic, though. I like marrying Godzilla to this kind of hard sci-fi world. That really gels with yeah. him, especially as the more and more crazy the monsters get. I kind of like that. I honestly kind of consider the last movie and this movie to just kind of be one movie. They kind of are. And, I, and yeah. I like it. I mean, totally. I, I enjoy these movies more than, like, say, Godzilla vs. Mothra or Godzilla Raids Again. Sure. There's a, I mean, also the characters are compelling in these. More so in this one, I think. The, char- right. the human arc is a lot more interesting. And plus it's in space. Like, this is the only movie where Godzilla fights in space. Yeah. Every other movie is always on Earth somewhere. But yeah. This, yeah. So this is the only one that goes in space. And it's just kind of a cool change of yeah. scenery. Mm-hmm. And, and I, yeah, I think being mini movies deep into the marathon at this point, it was just nice to have like a different, like as much Any as I change love. change as well. Yeah. yeah. I like Godzilla blowing up Tokyo, but it's like, okay, seeing see him on a different planet or yeah. something. It's like, okay, thank God. Like it's something different. It starts to get real bad later where they don't even like have the fights oh, in God. towns. They just He's do always them. in some fucking island somewhere. They just yeah, do them yeah. in like some big field. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. All right, well, that is going to do it for part one of the mini part Godzilla Marathon. Be sure to tune back in when we continue with part two. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at CineMarathonPod and also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash CineMarathon. And on May 3rd, you should tune into those channels because we're going to be continuing our Godzilla Marathon and watching the final 15 films. So be sure to check that out. Also, if you have any questions or comments or would like to make suggestions for future marathons, be sure to email us at cinemarathon at gmail.com. And all of this information can be found on our website, which is cinemarathonpodcast.com. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.